I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say? Friday podcast. Not exactly a summer Friday, but we'll call it a winter spring Friday down the Jersey Shore we head, which will be packed sooner rather than later. His name is Al Dukes. What's up? Man? Oh, we're getting ready down here, Jerry. All the towns are selling out of their beach badges, their seasonal yeah, beach badges already. That's it's why happening. That's why I know the weather can be awful, but yeah. I really I enjoy March and April just because of the anticipation of what's coming. You see the turnover, you have the sense that winter's ending. So I'd be selling the beach badges, too, if I was in charge of that Oh, down there. yeah, Jerry. A lot of towns sold out already, and then some of the residents are like, sold out? I didn't know they were on sale. And they're yeah. like already gone in some of these beach towns. Got to be on top of stuff. Yeah, so uh, I know Bradley Beach still has some available. Not that you should come visit here. It's uh, Please don't. Uh, the less... Actually, I do like a lot of action here in the summer on the weekends. I like when there's like a lot going on. It's stuff right. to look at, people yeah. to judge, you know, these sorts of things. I totally agree. Have a beer and judge people and watch them try to find parking. <laughs> Which it's got to be fun because it's such a mess. It's a it's the most fun part because when I moved down here, you know there were a lot of places I looked at that a lot of people just have street parking here. Right. So I needed to go somewhere that had a parking lot where I had an assigned spot. That was very important to me. If I couldn't get a garage, and the garage was, they were way too expensive. Any, you know, homes with garages or condos with garages. Sure. So I was like, I lo- at least I have my own spot. Then when it's chaos here, I could still feel like mm, I'm rolling into my spot. No question. Why y'all I mean, fight over it? That is, it's priceless. Yeah. Uh, our friend Jim Rome, or who, you know, a co- colleague, I'll say our colleague Jim Rome, he's starting a new podcast. Okay. And to me, it feels like a midlife crisis podcast. Uh oh. What are we doing? It's the, now Jim Rome has his radio show. Yes. Then he has an interview podcast on top of his radio show. Oh. Now okay. he's also going to have the reinvention podcast. And he's going to talk to people about reinventing themselves and how we, as men and women, I guess probably middle aged, can reinvent themselves. All I'm going right. to give it. I'm going to give it one episode as a listener. Okay. And then I'll report back on it. But the reinvention Jim Rome podcast. So he really has to hook you. Yeah, he really has to hook me. Uh, but it did seem like something you might be interested in because it feels like it's going to be somewhat of these. You know, people saying positive things, and I know you like positive messages, even though we, we we make fun of your uh, kill yourself messages. <laughs> yes. But in, in your real life, you do like to hear uplifting speakers. Love that stuff. Yes. You love that stuff. So I, that's what I'm thinking we're going to get here, and maybe, I'll, maybe we'll all learn something along the way. So I'm going to check that out. I think the first episode is out today. Okay, I don't know that I will check that out, but I. All right. When do you think it comes out? Um, it was supposed to come out the fourth, which is yesterday. But I've when I looked for it yesterday after the show was not there yet. Okay, because I have a flight today and tomorrow, so I could I could use something new to listen to. Okay, well, you you mentioned on one of the shows today that you caught some of the Howard Stern Arsenio Hall um, interview. I did about about forty minutes of it. (laughs) <laughs> 40 minutes Jerry you're only about a third of the way through I know. <laughs> his interviews are so long good lord I know 
I know, and I'm, I am enjoying this one because I think Arsenio Hall had an had uh, an interesting career with that talk show, and he's a good talker, and I, I do find him interesting. Yeah, so do I. I think he's been great so far. But again, like I was like what Howard, you know, back then I followed everything Howard said. So if Howard didn't like somebody, I didn't like somebody. Okay. I was a sheep. I was a sheep follower. Right. And he hated Arsenio Hall back then. Well, that's funny because they talked about that, at least. Did you get to that part? Yeah. He's brought was, it up a couple times. Yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah. So, so I, I think too, like I didn't give that guy credit for what he was doing back then, as Howard didn't. You know, he he did reach a different talk show audience than the Johnny Carsons and Letterman was reaching. Yeah, and was getting very big guests, but then he starts talking about the, you know, how competitive it gets, not just with guests, but. When you, if your audience expects you to have only certain guests on, yeah, and he Hard wanted to, to have, out. yeah, like he wanted to put Dolly Parton on, you know, he but and he did put on like, uh, I think he said Public Enemy or NWA, one of the uh, rap groups, very mm-hmm. early on before anyone really knew who they were, right? Yeah, so it was just an interesting, um, it's an interesting discussion. Um, so I like anybody that was, was in the industry years ago that has a perspective on it now like a looking I, back on it now and i gotta tell you he looks great oh my gosh he looks terrific so does he eddie looks, murphy yeah eddie murphy's almost 60 he looks like he's still 38 it really is incredible actually and he's promoting the movie you're gonna watch uh this, this weekend coming to america too did i mention what he's did i do this on the podcast already talking about who he said he believed was the most influential african-american did i mention no, that to you, you so i not. saw him with was it kimmel no, I think it was Jimmy Fallon. It was either Fallon or Kimmel. This is I think Arsenio it was Fallon. Hall? This is Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. And they were talking about a lot of different things. They were talking, you know, myth or truths and different parts about his career and stand-up. And, and then they got to, like, you know, real-life stuff. And Eddie Murphy mentioned to him that Muhammad Ali was the most important African-American of all time. To where I said, wow. I said, more so than Jackie... Uh, Jackie Robinson, more so than Martin Luther. I was just surprised. Now, I'm not saying what Muhammad Ali did wasn't amazing. I'm not saying that at all. But I would have thought he would have been a few behind. I don't know. I was actually surprised by that one. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, just again, just because of just the two names off the bat that I say mm-hmm. that came before Muhammad Ali. I don't know. I'm not. Whatever. It's, it was interesting to me. I think it starts with Jackie Robinson, but. No, whatever. It was interesting. Right. I guess different um, names will pop up for different people. Yes. And, some you'll, and you'll sure. go, oh, right. I'm sure. That I'm makes sure. sense now. Yep. And I know no. I know Muhammad Ali did a lot of different things. I'm, I'm aware, but I don't know. I was just surprised. That's all. So many comedians, whether they're African-American or white or any other ethnicity, so many of them cite Richard Pryor as a yes. stand-up. And I've yeah. never gone back ever and watched a Richard Pryor stand-up. And um, I feel like I should. I don't think I have either, to be quite honest. I know Richard Pryor as the actor. Right, me too. I don't really know him as the comedian. And you're right, because that was in that conversation with Eddie Murphy that I'm talking about, they were discussing how he was the one guy that when, you know, if, if he could get Richard Pryor to laugh, he felt like his day was made. Right. So it was, I'm telling you, it was, he told a great story about Rodney Dangerfield. Um, just briefly, he, Eddie De, Murphy does this stand-up, and Dangerfield is the headliner, and he's watching him because Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy is the big up-and-comer, and he's cursing left and right. And at the end, he gets off the stage, feels like he killed it, the audience is laughing, and Dangerfield tells him, hey, nice set, but you got to drop all this foul language. You're better than that. And so Murphy was really felt dejected after talking to Dangerfield. Well, he continued doing what he was doing. Raw comes out or Delirious, whichever one came first, I forget. And now he's killing it. And the next time he sees Rodney Dangerfield, the first time after he saw him that night, was in a bathroom at a casino in Vegas. And Dangerfield looks over. They're both at the stall. He looks over. He goes, I guess I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. That was the conversation. (laughs) What's funny is Dangerfield, supposedly the guy who found Andrew Dice Clay, and look at his language. And put him on uh, TV first. Uh, yeah. The HBO Young Comedians, Rodney Dangerfield used to do. Hmm. Who knew? But so many comedians, like even from like 
the '90s and early 2000s that I would hear on Opie and Anthony. Like they all would cite Richard Pryor. And it's interesting working there, like you did, that you still never went back and looked. I know. I don't. No, I don't know why. Well, I'm going to. I might Google that. I might play some of that today. You got something to do now on a Friday. Well, I've got that Jim Rome podcast as well, Jerry. <laughs> wow, it's busy. <laughs> um, I have two uh, vagina-related stories to give you. Uh, one, a woman has designed consent-themed panties. What does that mean? They're they are pant- them or something? No, no, they're, they're, they're panties with messages on them. They're, they're cute panties. I just want to say that word a lot. And they have messages on them like, did I say yes? And ask first. So I guess if you get down there, there you want to double check. These are consent panties with a message. All right. They were they were kind of uh, attractive panties. Did you buy some? I didn't buy any, but I I did uh, I did click the story to read the whole story. How much do they cost? That I didn't see. Where do you buy them on Etsy? Uh, on on <laughs> or Etsy? What's it called? <laughs> Etsy. Etsy. Would you call it Etsy? I don't know. Etsy. Love Etsy. I haven't made any Etsy purchases lately. I know. I got to make something. Then I was uh, thinking about this. Well, the other vagina story uh, was a 55-year-old New Jersey woman. She's also selling a vagina-related item. This is a uh, face mask, face covering for the coronavirus, that is vagina-scented. And she sold 500 in the first 24 hours. Come on. She explained, now this is, I'm taking this directly from the article. She explained that a fine cloth is placed in the vagina for two hours and then glued inside the mask. What is going on in the world? (laughs) And she says, soon, penis scented. What does that smell like? Mask covers. Probably sweaty dudes. Uh, Okay. Right? Who wants that? Who wants to? I'm not sure I want to. I'm with you. What are we doing? What are we doing here? And the woman sold 500 of them in one day. Okay. Imagine coming up with something goofy like, oh, here's a, a penis scented <laughs> candle. And then it, like, you, it sells out. You're like, oh my yeah. gosh, I got to get more penis scented candles. We did. It was called Junk Bomb. Junk Bomb, right. <laughs> that didn't go as well as we planned. <laughs> well, we didn't have a production team ready to go. <laughs> Turns out. No, we didn't. Craig just had you bagging up with junk bombs and running them to the post office. Remember me, you, and Eddie? Yeah, that was so silly. Yeah, we're just heading over to the post office. (laughs) So those are two vagina-related stories. Uh, Then I was thinking about this. Who do you think the audience is for MTV these days? I have no idea. Not me. I I talk to people with teenagers. You have a teenage son. Yeah, my son will be 17 this year. Gina's got a teenage son. Bobby has a teenage daughter. No one watches it. Not Who's, that I like, know of. I don't know even know what their audience... Like MTV, VH1, Comedy Central, they used to be like dominant channels. Yeah, sure. They, We've outgrown them, I feel like. They just... But but no one grew into them. Like we outgrew them. And yeah. no new audience grew into them. I would agree with that. I right? mean, is the, is the Jersey Shore on MTV? It is. So maybe people are sorry, uh, sleepy. Maybe people are watching that. I, don't I do know about think the rest people of the channel. right. That's the thing. And even the people watching that are probably the older MTV generation that watched it when it was first on. Sure, that makes sense. Like Gio, I, don't, I, I don't think know. watches it. I was watching it. I bailed on it. Got too boring. They like they weren't doing anything because Have they were you, all mature now. Have you seen like TV rag? I don't even know where you get TV ratings no. from. No. But I, I didn't even like something sneaky that they started doing on these channels. Again, How like, so? well, first of all, like, I know you can get, now you can start buying packages of streaming, right? Okay. So, like, para, this all started by thinking we were giving away the Paramount Plus, which has yeah. MTV on it, and everything being on demand. Yeah. Now, I, for some reason, we stood by when cable TV came out, and we accepted commercials on channels, even though right. we were paying for it, which is crazy. Sure. But now with the streaming coming out, if you can pay a premium price to get no commercials, which okay. I like. Right, sure. But these channels like MTV, VH1, Comedy Central, they started putting like they're just rerunning sitcoms and movies and they add so many commercials. Comedy Central started doing this with The Office because I, I, I saw it. I was like, oh, I could watch this at night to fall asleep to The Office. The Office, which is 
30 minutes long, which in TV runs 22 20, minutes, right? right? 21, yeah, about 22, 22 minutes or so, yeah. And then eight minutes, eight minutes of commercials. They stretch them out now an additional five minutes. So they Comedy Central runs the office from, say, 10 to 10.35, 10.35 to 11.10. No and kidding. And they add commercials to it. Wow, in addition to the eight minutes of commercials. Yeah, hey, wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. How well, about and, that? And then the, 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 I will say, though, the thinking about the cable, if you go back. Yeah. Remember one thing, though. It wasn't incredibly expensive, A. B, right. it guaranteed you a crystal clear picture as opposed True. to the stupid antenna. And B, you had channels that were brand new that never existed before. So right. while... When you look back and say we stood for commercials, mm-hmm. think about all the added value you were getting that you otherwise didn't get on two, That's four, true. five, seven, nine, eleven, and thirteen. Right. So right. we were getting right. sports twenty four hours a day with ESPN. Right. I mean, so you're not you're not wrong about what you're saying, but I think if you took a time machine and went back, you would have been like, "Wow, this is awesome." Right. I wasn't like, "What is going on here with commercials?" We just kind of lived with commercials. It's what it was. Yeah. I think I take that dog out, dude. I, I just I took her out before the end of the show because she had to do po- uh, poop. Got it. I think she just gets bored. Oh, well, that could be. Because she's play sitting ball here. Her. She's sitting here from like three thirty in the morning. It's hard. Yeah, I know. She's just like, let's roll. Let's go walk and smell some stuff. Have you started to break it down to her that in about four weeks or so she's gonna have a new routine? I haven't uh, broken that down to her yet. Will you have the conversation? I will have the conversation because the dog communicator says that uh, she clearly understands me. So there you go. I will so break it down with her. To sh- tell her to zip it then if she understands you. And I'll have to introduce uh, the the new dog walker to her because Gina can do it some days, and the new dog walker will have to do other days. Did you get a female or a male dog walker? Female dog walker. Oh, nice. All right. Um, this dog is not that interested in people in general, but certainly not like men. Her? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, good for you. So uh, we'll give that a shot. I don't know how it's going to go. I hope she has... Uh, I met her. She has a very nice dog disposition. Okay. Um, she's just waiting to get the call. She's waiting for the phone call, yeah. That's it. Because I reached out to her in November when I thought I was coming back. Right, right, right. And, and here we are. Gone. Yes. You have you have been able to milk another six months out of it. Somehow, God yeah. bless you. Yeah. All right. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm-up show. Yes, I'm going to Minnesota. Let's hope I come home with a win on Saturday. Minneapolis? Yes. Flying? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're flying. (laughs) You have a good Uh, weekend. Your game is when, Saturday? Noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. Okay, cool. Will you enjoy Minneapolis? If you happen to run into Mr. Paul Westerberg, front man for the replacements, shout out. I probably will not. But I will tell you, they're sitting us courtside. Oh, that's we cool. Ha- but we have to wear a mask the entire time. Wow. Even calling the game. That's going to be that? tough. Yeah, yeah that that's going to be weird. Just get a really thin mask. I have one, but it's not, still not the same. All right, Jerry. So, we'll right, see I'll say, you I'll on say Monday. To Paul. Say yes. hi to Mr. Paul Westerberg. Yep. So. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. You know what all still does not suck? That's called the Friday and the weekend. It is 5.03. We've gotten to the end of the week. What the hell do you say? His name is Eddie Scazzeri. He's in New York City with myself and down the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach, the old man by the sea. Was that Hemingway that wrote that book, The Old Man by the Sea, Eddie? The Old Man and the Sea. Whatever. I'm calling it The Old Man by the Sea. His name is Albert Stanley Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. And uh, uh, I, t- I want to take a moment to toot my own horn. Although, Just a moment? In th- in, although, in front of, in, <laughs> although in front of you and Eddie, it makes no sense because uh, today I celebrate 20 years at uh I think that's company. great. Yeah. No, just because... Just because we're here longer doesn't mean it's still not a nice accomplishment. It's great. 20 years in New York City radio. Doesn't it feel like 20 minutes? 
uh, sometimes and sometimes longer. It is funny, though, when I was thinking about this and wanting to toot my own horn and looking and seeing you've been here longer, Eddie's been here longer. What are the chances that right now on the radio, I'll be at 5 o'clock in the morning, there'd be three gentlemen with over 70 years experience. That's right. On the same show. On the radio. Yes. That's unbelievable. It's a long time. Not on the same. Oh, like the three of us are right now on the same program. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Like, I really like that's a uh, 20 years is a long time. Scary, actually. When you look around WFAN. Yeah. There's a lot of people roaming around. Yes, there are. With a lot of years. Yes, there are. Mark Chernoff's been here forever. Yes, he has been. Evan's been here a long time. Yes. Not 20 years, but. Long Bob Usler. 14. Long time. Bob Usler. Bob Usler started, I believe. My goodness. I think he started two years prior to me. 95? Does that sound right, Eddie? 95, 96? Yes. He was just before I got here. So, yeah, a lot of guys. You know what? It's a good place to be. That's Steve a, Summers have been here forever. Well, that's even longer. Yeah. I what see he's gotten, uh, he's friends with uh, Seinfeld again. Yes, I saw they made up via uh, Neil Best and Newsday. They yeah. haven't communicated themselves, but Neil Best wrote an article. Jerry Seinfeld said all is good with him and Steve, and then he's going to call into Steve's show, he says, uh, once baseball season. friends. And this will happen. There'll be some falling outs uh, among lifelong friends. There and always are. They'll go right back in. You can't break the love of a sitcom star and a late night sports talk show. Oh, no, you here. can. It no, doesn't no. just go away. It did for a while. It, it for could. a little while, yeah, but could. you couldn't keep them apart. I suppose not. So, but by the way, Ron and Fez, who I started with, Ron is still on the radio. He's still on satellite radio. Oh, I didn't know that. Right, no one does. People ask me <laughs> People ask me all the time. They'd be like, whatever happened to Opie and Anthony? They'd be like, they're on the radio. They still are? No, they're not. They've oh. broken up. Oh, okay. But when it when they were still you know, kicking around, people yeah. would be like, whatever happened to those guys? I'm like, they never went away. They just switched uh, to satellite. They but, switched you know. There's only a couple that can switch formats like that and still matter. Yeah, and it's weird like when um, for satellite radio, if you're not if you're a talk show host, and you're not Howard Stern. Like no well, one he's knows one of you're them. over there, right. right? Rarely do people know you're over there. But uh, Fez quit the business uh, quite a while ago. But uh, Ron is still going strong. That's really interesting to me. So you had a popular show like that, yeah. You say quit the business. To yes. Do what? And I this, don't know. This is the I, question I he, me and you always discuss. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't return my emails. Oh wow! You fallen so, out of favor that quickly with Fez? Yeah. Man. Fez, well, Fez didn't like, they were doing some sort of anniversary show where they wanted me to come on their show, and I was not able to come on their show based on the show I was uh, working on, yeah, or the, and Fez got mad at me. Oh, what a shame. What is a Fez? Like, I don't know who he is. Fez was a sidekick uh, on Ron and Fez, was a sidekick on the Ron and Ron show, which was very popular in all of Florida. Okay. Fez is a hat. It's a fun hat. It's so like, that's not his name then. That's just that's his character his, name. That's his on-air character name. No, he has a real person's name. His okay. family did not name him Fez. Understood. Well, I don't know. Maybe his last name was you know Fezator or something. Right. Well, I see what you're saying. Like Geo is short for Gina. Right. That's as Nick. His parents didn't name him. Oh, little baby Geo. Right. Although Geo is a name for some, not for it him. Is. And good news, we were in a uh, merchandise meeting, Jerry. We'll be having a uh, warm-up show merchandise as soon as is we can think true? of. Is this true? As soon as, if we can think of something that would be fun on a t-shirt or Anything. a coffee mug, then we, well, we got to come up with something fun. Uh, then we can sell it. Well, why? how about the, the graphic, the logo we have that's on the website to start? Yeah. Like, why don't we do that? Actually, a listener had DM'd me. He he had coffee mugs made of that, and he's sending them to the station. Oh, is that true? Yeah, for one for me, one for you. The warm-up show coffee mugs. And then would, he'll be sued. And then we will sue his ass, Jerry. <laughs> I'm not going to sue him. I'm oh, going to get my coffee su- out of it every as morning. Soon as I get, Jerry, as soon as I get that coffee mug and I have a return address, I'm going to sue his ass. I do like the idea, though, of my sayings on a mug. I think that's fun. Yes, your sayings on a mug would be nice. I'm like, going to send them to Jess today. Like more, like they'd be great for a morning coffee, right? You get a saying about how life is short and you're going to die soon, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, something like that. How about just a coffee mug? You sir, die. That could be one. That I don't know if that works. Mug. That doesn't work for me. That's not okay. exactly it's a little much for yeah, first thing in the morning. I don't. E- I I don't even remember how that one came up. But no, I I would say I have other ones that I wanted to put in the calendar that okay. I didn't do because life took over at the end of last year, as you know. 
So I can give those to Jess. I might just do uh, like a boring mug, boring hat, that sort of thing. That's uh, all. Start a boring brand. But we got to do something for the warm-up show. Jerry, the demand is the amount. Jerry, if I had a nickel for every time someone said, can I buy a warm-up show? You would have a quarter. I might How have about a quarter good morning now. campers on a mug? Well, that's what I good said. Good morning campers, I yeah. Think part of what we have on the website, I think, is that with a photo. I think it's gonna like little cartoons of. I think it's great. Yeah, the cartoons. We'll yeah, why not? Let's go. And uh, I've given you many examples, Jerry, in the past of uh, why uh, I chose not to have children. I was always afraid. Never found a woman that wanted to have children with you. Well, other than I mean, that's that, part of it. Small obstacle, Jerry. Other than that <laughs> one little obstacle, there was a, there was a fear that uh, no matter how good of a parent you are. Uh, that your kid could turn out wrong. Here's your, the thing about you. Could be could become Jeffrey. Jeffrey Dahmer has parents, Jerry. I would bet my life savings, which ain't that much right now, Yeah. on the fact that had you met Gina 25 years ago, okay. you would have three children oh and a house in the suburbs. I'd be I would panic. bet everything on that. You would have it, little Al and Gina's running around, but you met her a lot later in life. I would be in full panic mode if I had three no, you kids. Would. Well, I would. I'm telling you. you first this. of all, there are big money Do you not think suck. I wasn't? No, I do think you were in panic mode. Do you think mode. Sal is not in panic mode right now with yes. his wife about to have a baby in five weeks? So why do it is my question. Because it actually happens to be an absolute blast. Hmm. And I, you know, this is very cliche, but it also happens to be incredibly true. I have no idea what life would have been like without my two boys. Right. I mean, it is so much fun. It's it's nuts. Now, I, I get you if you have a bad kid. I don't have a bad kid. You'd have a lot so more money in the that. bank, Jerry. Uh, I tell you that. Let me tell you. You have some <laughs> you cash. And it's also a biological imperative. We are programmed to procreate. Right. It's Eddie in and our... I are fighting that. We well, are you have fought nature. the good fight and you've won. Correct. At this point. But who's going to take care of me when I can no longer? No, you're going to die lonely. <laughs> You'll die alone. Yeah, <laughs> they'll find your body in a you know a month later. Right. I mean, not to be you know with a greyhound glim, sniffing but, it. Gr- Whimsy will have eaten you. Oh God, <laughs> that's a horrible thought. Do not eat me if I die, Whimsy girl. I mean, I would say I would hope mm-hmm. I would hope that your nieces and nephews still care about you enough because you're right. Otherwise, you are going to you're yeah. going to end up alone in your underwear watching some murder documentary as you take your last breath. I've got an eleven year eleven uh, year old nephew that uh, I'm counting on, and I'm going to start telling him that the others are too old by now. So I'm going to I'm counting on him. I'll tell him, listen, I'll slide you a little cash. We'll <laughs> take care of your uncle Al. That's Just all. Just check in every once in a while, and if I don't answer, send the police over for a welfare check. Just keep eating your salmon and keep your walks, and you'll live a nice long life to a hundred. I promise. Right, but you, as you said, Jerry, I've, I've I've mentioned that I'm afraid to have children. Well, another example has popped up in the newspaper of all things, and it's not something that was uncovered. Uh, a child of a prominent person went to the newspaper to tell them about her love of threesomes. I just sent you this email. And this is, I saw it. This is Rudy Giuliani's daughter, Caroline. Well, imagine you're Rudy Giuliani. But hold Your daughter's in the paper telling you how awesome threesomes are. Now, Holy hold on a second. Are you saying they're not? I don't know. What do you I can't think? can't handle one person what at do a time. You, but hold on. If I now the <laughs> idea that it's in the newspaper, all right, yeah. a little bit much. But my goodness, if I asked you, yeah, pretty cool or just horrible, which one would you pick? For me, I'm going just horrible. Oh, I don't shut need up. Another third person running around. Eddie, which would you choose? I'm sorry, I was editing. Can you please repeat the question? Oh boy. All right. In the New York Post. There's an article about Rudy Giuliani's daughter who told Vanity Fair about her love of threesomes. And Ed, and Al is saying that's another reason not to have kids because it embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. It's embarrassing. But my point is, uh, fair enough, it's a little embarrassing, but at the end of the day, pretty cool. It is cool. Or, a, and, and by the way, good for her. That's awesome. He yeah. says it's awful. No, 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 no. Good for you. Sexual I, good for you. proclivities in this day and age. Go for it. Yes. 
Imagine like Rudy Giuliani. You know he's an old fella now. I'm not sure he's got all. He's of off switch. the rails right now. Yeah, he's off the rails. So, but so someone has to you know brief him about things in the press. They got to be like, uh, uh, Rudy, your daughter Caroline. Yes, is she on the phone for me? No, no, no. She's in the New York Post uh, for a Vanity Fair article in which she said she loves threesome. Said, and you oh, got to see some of the lines oh. in the article. <laughs> yeah, she joined some website evidently where you where you can meet couples if you're interested in being a third person in a couple. Great, good for I say this good is the you. good for you segment. Good, good for, for her. You. If she likes that, I'm not going to criticize that. Hell, if I was single, I'd be joining too. You'd be in that as well. Hi, I'm would, Jerry. Why not? Like if I was single at this yeah. stage of my life, yes. I'm 46. If I if my wife left me, why wouldn't you have fun like that? Right. Well, no interest. Huh? Feelings get hurt, Jerry. Feelings. No, I can't. Mm. I, I can't handle one woman at a time. You don't. You do not give yourself enough credit. <laughs> you don't. With almost everything in life, it's weird how you like the credit and you want the yes. spotlight shined on you. But when there's time to actually shine it on you for, you know, self confidence and different types of things, you confuse me because you don't give yourself enough credit. Mm. All right. Maybe that's part of my charm. I will go back to the day when we expanded this to an hour. Yes. And you were like, how are we feeling? I'm like, just trust yourself. You're fine. And then when it was going to be five hours, you were in full panic mode. I was like, I've done this in before. Full panic mode. We're fine. And how did it go both times? Well, Jerry. Not well. Very well. Very well. I'm sorry. Very well. And in a case like this, I think you'd be a stallion. Jerry, I want to check in with two people on Twitter. Richie Collins says, don't worry, Jerry. Dan from Carteret will take care of Al. I'm sure he will. Dan old from age. Carteret loves Al. Dan Carteret's got a terrible diet. He's going to go before I, me I would for be great. Sure. Say, I think you're going to 100. I would be concerned about Dan. And Coco Haters on Twitter, who we've heard from Coco before, Hater. <laughs> has an idea for um, warm-up show uh, merchandise. Okay. He wants a uh, wuss hat. Well, wuss standing for warm-up show. Wuss, come on. I'm not wearing a hat that says wuss. You, Jerry? No. Me neither. But wouldn't wuss be spelled W-U-S-S? Yeah, he's spelling it W-U-S. So this cuts off an S. It cuts off an S. quite the same thing. I would. Here's how I would wear it if you put a period in between the letters. Okay. That's okay. All right, for that then. We'll take wuss hats. But I don't know. What's that going to look like, though? Like a wuss hat. (laughs) I get that, Eddie. It doesn't excite me, though. Like... (laughs) The one hat we saw yesterday, which I could see on your head immediately. Yes, 100%. That FA, that's, that's right up your alley. WFA and baseball cap, distressed as they looks say. Looks awesome. I thought yeah. that was I thought that was actually the best product we saw. I thought it was really cool. And I think that'll be a big, big seller because I would I would jump on. Can I walk around with a WFA and hat on, or is that weird? Well, why not? You walk around Bradley Beach in an Al Duke's jersey. Point good point. Hey, look at me. <laughs> that's fair. So yes, I think you could. Absolutely. Do you walk around with the Boomer and Geo shirt? I do. Um, I walked around with no. the Boomer and Carton shirt back in the day. Yeah, I do not do that. You do not do that. No, because it feels weird. Why? Because it's, it's I work there. Okay. And he doesn't want the attention. Yeah, I'm not looking for. <laughs> He'll attention. just Actually, tweet out, "Hey, I'm going to be at the Stone Pony." <laughs> there's a great men's store in. I think they're in. Uh, uh, they're they're up in like uh, over by the Short Hills Mall. Yeah. Uh, they're called 580 South. They're in Livingston. Okay. Uh, and they have T-shirts and hats that say local celebrity. <laughs> okay. Hello. That'd be perfect for me. Oh, so did you buy them or no? No, I just saw them online. I was like, oh, I, I thought you had been there before. No, I have been there, but I saw them online. How many did on, you buy? The full uh, outfit? I was hoping they would just send me one because I wrote back to them. I'm like, oh, that would be cool. What do you mean you wrote back to them? On uh, Instagram. Boy. I Instagram people. This is, I got to get in on this Instagram thing. David Dobritz wants to know if I'd rather die naturally or be murdered so I could be on Unsolved oh, Mysteries God. to continue my legacy. Oh. <laughs> I would, David, I would like to go missing. <laughs> what is crazy about that is I think you'd actually think about the answer. Yeah, and it has to be like Unsolved or unsolved, like 100 yeah. years later we're still looking for Al Duke's killer. If you have in, any information on the missing former radio producer, call Unsolved Mysteries. By the way, you local just gave FBI. the... Uh, the Bradley Beach uh, serial killer, a great idea. <laughs> There's a Long Island serial killer. There's not a Bradley Beach serial Let, killer. And let's hope it Yet. stays that way. Gosh. All right, 518, just getting started. Friday morning on The Fan in New York City. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. Don't go away. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, less talk, more rock. All right, 25 after 5. Knicks won last night. They go into the All-Star break. A game over 500. Pretty tough stretch coming out of it. And the Rangers just clobbered the Devils. And the Islanders won last night as well. What else there, Albert? I see that Kevin Durant uh, is, you know, he's one of these, uh, what do you call him, the team captain for the All-Star game, Jerry? Yes, correct. That he picked uh, Kyrie and... uh, James Harden. He did, yeah. Shocker. What was interesting about the two teams is they really stayed conference to conference for the most part, if you look at the rosters, which I thought was interesting. And you know what was funny, too? I'll play this, Eddie, if the fader's up. So LeBron, I'll just play LeBron because we've talked about the Jazz. Remember we were talking about them being disrespected by the officials the other night? Remember that or no? Yes, I do. So in the all-star selection, Donovan Mitchell is, I mean, if he's not a top four, five or six player in the NBA. I don't know who is. I mean, he's that good. And Gobert is really good. They were the last two players taken by uh, LeBron and by KD. And so Charles Barkley basically brings up the fact that you've slandered the Jazz. Like, how do you guys do this? This was LeBron's explanation, which kind of goes to the point that, yeah, Utah gets disrespected a lot. There's no slander. There's no slander to the Utah Jazz. But you guys got to understand. You guys got to understand, just like in video games growing up, we never played with Utah. Even as great as Carl Malone and John Stockton were, we would have never picked those guys in video games. Never. That's kind of interesting. I mean, I, I know it's goofy, yeah. but my God, it's almost like the Jazz are playing in Siberia. Yeah, I guess uh, Utah is a weird uh, state. But what does that have to do with the players playing in the NBA there? I don't know. Like I, I know what he's saying with the video games. Like I would never pick the Utah Jazz either, but or I the feel Denver like Stock- Nuggets. Yeah, I know that. But Stockton and Malone, I feel like were a legendary one-two punch. I, yeah, I, you know I what? Yeah, know. you know what? It, NBA Jam. Did you ever play M- NBA Jam? Mm. Where it was there was like a two-player team. I don't. Think and so. it was it was in the video. Uh, I think they had they had it for home video also, but it was in the video arcade you could play nba jam it was this very cartoonish version of two-on-two basketball and it was the two top stars of each team right and they would that would have been a great combo for those two yeah stockton and malone i mean stockton alone slam dunk like when i think about basketball back then i yeah i think of them but apparently these guys didn't <laughs> they did they're like utah i'm not recalling that being are they the even in the united states now, Durant had to pick Kyrie and Harden, or they would be angry with him. It would ruin wow. the team chemistry for the rest of the season with the no, Brooklyn Nets. If LeBron took Harden with the second over with the, with his second pick, what are you going to do? Oh, right. I see what you're saying. That's all. I don't know. I'm Maybe not sure exactly deal. when he took Harden. I don't know. Maybe there was a deal, Jerry. There might have been a deal. Side deal. Could have been a you deal. Don't, you don't take my guys. I don't take your guys. I did like that Durant took Julius Randle, so the Nets and Knicks will get together oh. in Atlanta. They'll be on the same team, you're saying, Jerry. They will be on the same team. And Obi Toppin is doing the slam dunk contest. Obi Toppin. There's only like three dudes in it, though, right? That's what Sal said, yes. Yeah. I did not pay much attention to the slam dunk yeah, contest. Yeah, I believe Sal. Yeah, no, so do I. <laughs> I don't think he was making it up. <laughs> Let's do three quick hockey stories that have nothing really to do with hockey. Oh, right then. All right, because if they did had to do a real hockey, I would never bring them up. You'd be out. I'd be out. But uh, Alex Ovechkin has been fined $5,000 for spearing his opponent, Trent Fredericks, in the groin with a hockey stick on Wednesday night. That seems like that sucks. Did you happen to see the video of this? I did not. Did you? I did. They were going at it, I guess, all night, uh, trash talking each other, push and shove and that sort of thing. And then uh, this Trent Fredericks got in uh, Ovechkin's face, da-da-da, and Ovechkin just took the hockey stick. Just popped him. (laughs) Ow. There are a lot of... Crazy things. I, I that just happened. hurt myself for real. What did you do? I tried to make the motion of the hockey stick shooting up to the testicles, and I hit my hand on my table. Oh, well, at I least it wasn't the other. I, I actually Ow. thought you punched yourself in the testicles. Ow! I really hurt my thumb. 
What are you made of? Peanut brittle? Peanut brittle, Jerry. Do you need us to call an ambulance help? (laughs) I'm going to die here alone. (laughs) Well, no, you're on the air, so if there's a problem, we can get help for you. Right. Help me, please. Help me, help me. So uh, (laughs) if you're curious about spearing somebody in the groin, uh, five grand. Probably was worth it to him. Ovechkin makes a ton of money, right? Yes, he does. Five grand is like you taking out a nickel. It looked like he really got it out of his system. Like, this guy's been busting my chops all game. I could punch him in the face, but what would really (laughs) be great. That does suck, though. I'd actually rather be punched in the face than that. It was like an old school wrestling move. He he put the stick between his legs and just... Boom, straight up. How long do you think he's hurting for, though? Seriously, because I told you, when I got hit with the baseball last summer, it was three days I was not right. I actually couldn't tell whether, like, if he was wearing a cup, maybe it didn't even hurt. He just just went down for... Have you ever been hit there with a cup on? Yeah, um, no. I'm not saying it doesn't protect you. 100% it does. But you still feel it, though. Right, it's still an impact. Yes, and if it's still connects the right way or moves the right way, it still hurts like hell. Yeah. Just not as bad. Right. My second non-hockey hockey story of the day is the Pittsburgh Penguins are in trouble. Uh, oh, they, I saw this. They tweeted out a, a photo of uh, the stands the other day when they uh, had uh, had fans there. And uh, in order to put it out on Twitter, they, they looked around and saw some of the fans weren't wearing masks, so they Photoshopped some masks on them. And tweeted it out. I People guess my question would be, what, for, well, I, don't, I actually don't know what's so wrong about it. Is that wrong? Um, but I guess because they were showing that people were in masks when, in fact, they weren't but why? Masks. But why would you not just put the photo out as is? Or the, I guess the people would be shamed if you can find them, I guess. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame, shame, I shame. I, listen, I'm watching baseball games uh, on MLB Network, SNY, Yes, yeah. whatever. And they show the crowd. Most people have the masks on. Some don't. Even the college basketball I watched over the weekend. Same deal. Most have them on. Some don't. I mean, I think it is what it is. I, there's no need to do that. Imagine if you were shamed like in in by your neighbors because they saw you at a Penguins game with no mask on. Oh, let me ask you this. Shame on would you, Jerry you rather, Recco. Would you rather? Oh, I feel like a, a six-year-old. Would you Ooh, rather? Would you rather? New segment on the warm-up show. We call it Would <laughs> You Rather. <laughs> would you rather have your oh, photo without a mask on mm-hmm. be put in the newspaper and then you're shamed for it? Okay. Or would you rather someone take a quote from you you didn't realize you were quoted and you were put in a newspaper article about your love of some sexual act. That's nothing, w- and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It's just something you like that that embarrasses you that people found out, whether it's a threesome, whether it's something weird you like to do. Nothing wrong with it. All good. My love of feet. <laughs> um, I would say... <laughs> so which would you rather? I would say I'd rather be photographed with no mask on because I could fight that fight. But there's no fight to fight with your sexual. I know, but I'd get enjoyment. a lot of like my Twitter would just be nonstop about oh, for my a love day. of feet or something. Again for with the feet, day. you really like these feet, huh? I don't like feet. I just know that that's what's one of the top fetishes. Maybe you like giving thigh massages, right? Whatever it is, <laughs> that's better than feet. No, no, yeah, uh, thigh massage. Yeah, definitely erotic back massage. Ooh, erotic back massages. Yes, that would be also better than feet. I'm not a fan of feet. No, who is? Feet are I, disgusting. Aside from Rex, I don't get that. Men love feet. I don't. I think nasty. All you got to do is look at any woman who posts a photo like at the beach or something and then look at the comments underneath. It's all like, can you get a close-up of your feet? Would you mind sending a close-up of your feet? Uh, would you mind Instagramming Where that? are you seeing these comments? Just go on any picture. What? If you if you just happen to when you're scrolling social media, if yeah. you see a woman who's barefoot, it's, just click and look at the mentions. I guarantee there's people asking for close-ups of the feet. I don't think I can't remember the last time I saw a picture of a woman that was barefoot on social media. Mm-hmm. But I don't scroll. Well, I guess I guess you're not following what I'm following. Clearly not. My Bare- love of feet. <laughs> An account called Barefoot Women of Instagram. <laughs> Are you really? No. Oh, why? Like, it's so shocking. (laughs) But, like, feet are dirty. Feet are filthy. Feet are little piglet things. Like, it's disgusting. I'm not interested in feet. I agree. I mean, I'm not either. Of all the body parts I'm attracted to, feet would be the one of the bottom ones. (laughs) Not interested. 
And my final Jerry, third story. Wait, Jerry, you know you that's only true. Hear Eddie. <laughs> yes, Al. Your third story. How dare you? <laughs> my my final hockey non hockey story uh, involves a former hockey uh, player, Sean Avery. Now, what is he doing? Is he still picking fights and punching people out on the side of the road? Yes, but he's now uh, bi coastal with it, Jerry. We we so we used to watch his Instagram in New York City, where he would uh, pick fights with people who would park in the bike lane, who would uh, stop to make deliveries in the bike lane. He he was the bike lane cop. Yes, self appointed. Uh, but now in Los Angeles, you have to. It's too cold here. Uh, yes. Well, now in Los Angeles, he's uh, got into a fight, uh, breaking a man's car mirror. After mm. a, they had a heated dispute. Uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, when Sean Avery felt the man was blocking the road, so then the guy says uh, Sean Avery was uh, jogging, and saw the man in the car again, but he this time he was not blocking anything. He just happened to see the guy and uh, started the fight with him. And the guy, you know, rolled up his window so there wasn't trouble. And then Sean Avery just ripped his, uh, rear, his side view mirror off. Wow. He seems like a little bit of a loose cannon, would you say? A little bit of a loose cannon. And I tend to believe the guy because he said in the first encounter he had quotes of what Sean Avery said to him. And it was like the same thing Sean Avery would yeah. yell at the... Well, people in the bike lanes here in New York City. When you put this stuff on video and there's a log of what you're saying and doing, yeah, it's not much really hard to defend yourself, isn't it? It is. So I, I would go, think that's, that really goes against my character. I think he'll be sued. Nice, right? I mean, you can't cash? rip a guy's mirror off. I no, you cannot. I mean, I'm yes. He's got. I think he's, he's got, got a cash. big modeling career now. I think. Oh, right. I don't remember. I'm not Plus 100% he probably made sure. good money. Of, uh, mm, yeah, no. he, but he wasn't a star. Like, he didn't make star player money, but I'm sure he made a lot. Let's see. Yeah. Sean Avery. And his wife career. is a model. Oh, another one. As well. So he's doing Dual quite well. Dual income. So it says, let's see here. She's a foot model. Is she really? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Wouldn't surprise Let me. Let me see your feet. Jerry, t- tweet out a picture of your feet. When no, we go to break. no, I don't even want to see that. <laughs> are you out of your mind? Ugh, my wife's feet are fine. Mine are not. Mine are horrendous. Uh, Sean Avery made. Let's see here. Well, you know what? Sean Avery made a lot more than I thought. He made over twenty million dollars in his career. His last year, he made four. His last two, three. So over his last four years of his career, he made sixteen million dollars. Nice. So, yeah, he's doing okay. All right, we're going to take a break. 25 in front of 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo at the top. We have a lot more to do on the warm-up show, so don't go away here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. Yeah, yeah. 542, great to have you with us. Real quick before we get back to the sports of sorts, I suppose. Any interest, because I cannot wait, any interest in coming to America 2 today that releases on Amazon Prime? I have no interest. None, huh? Are you an Eddie Murphy fan or no? Uh, Not particularly. I I love Eddie Murphy. I actually like the movie, so I cannot wait for that. And For me, there's not many movies that I look forward to. This is one. Uh, where is that? Where can we watch that? Amazon Prime. Amazon it was supposed Prime. to go to the theaters, but they decided rather than hold it, I guess they wanted to. I heard the Arsenio Hall interview on Stern. Yes, very good interview. It was. He said in that that I guess the production company had to make a decision, hold it until 2022 or possibly 2023, which I don't understand, or just release it now that it's ready on Amazon Prime. And they figured, let's do it now because there might be references that don't make sense in two years. Right. So. All right, so you'll be watching that this evening. Oh, I can't you think? wait. Yeah, I can't. Uh, well, I'm going to be in Minneapolis this evening. So over the weekend, yes, Rutgers is at Minnesota tomorrow. Nice. So we have that did trip. You, did you check the weather forecast there? Is it it's supposed to be 50 and f- sunny tomorrow? 50 and sunny. Yes. All right. How about that, Jerry? Let's do a little sports media news. Yeah, sports please. media let's do news. That. Yes. Uh, first, let's keep it in house. Carton and Roberts announced yesterday they're going to be simulcast on SNY. It didn't take too long, did it? For two of their 
five hours. Yep. Two very so important hours. The two very important hours from 4 to 6 p.m. starting in May, they're going to be on SNY uh, preceding the Mets uh, Mets coverage. Right. SNY Mets coverage, yeah. So that's good for them. Oh, good for you. Right. Uh, then we got uh, Skip Bayless. This is another one. You know how I always yell about, like, I don't know how teams I don't understand this one. afford, oh, afford money and this sort of thing? Skip Bayless signed a $32 million deal with Fox. Yeah. After ESPN evidently offered him $30 million to get back with Stephen A. Smith. Didn't ESPN just fire like 9,000 people and then they got $30 million for Skip Bayless? And this is what annoys people about ESPN now. They've let go of a lot of good people and they are paying their top talent, not good money, ridiculous money. And yet... We keep firing people left and right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't understand that. And, you know, this is the I thing, like too. It. We can sit here, and, and and this was kind of my point on Twitter yesterday. I, like, I don't understand it. I really don't. We can sit here and mock Skip Bayless all we want for the ridiculous crap he puts out there. And he does. If you Google his name, you will find former athletes, former media people that he feels or they feel have been slandered by him. He just puts stuff out there that's not true to get reaction and he's rewarded for it. So really we're the fools, not him. $32 million, Al. $32 million. You realize some of the crap he has said that has been just not only inaccurate, but just flat out wrong. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just say what you want. Yeah. It really is incredible. $32 million. Yeah. It's, and, but, but this is the part that I don't get. Was it Andrew Marchand or I forget one of the – it was one of the media guys that put out the amount of viewers their show has. They compared it to – what's the name of the show? Rosali and – it's on TNT. I forget the one with um, with Jason Seahorns uh, with Angie Harmon. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's because it's a cable TV detective show that hasn't been on the air in three years. I think 2016 was its last year of, of episodes. So it showed that the latest show that Bayless and who is it? Who's he doing with? I don't watch it. Um, Skip Bayless. Yeah, who's he doing with? No idea. Anyhow, his last show drew two hundred thousand viewers. Yeah. So the show on TNT that I'm talking about, a rerun, did three hundred eighty thousand viewers. Yeah. I don't don't get it. I don't get it either. Like, how is that? I'm not being a jerk. I'm being serious. And maybe clearly we're missing something. Maybe they are wildly popular on the internet and on social media. If they are, hey, good for you, as you would say. How is that job worth more than like a hundred grand a year? I don't know. Let alone eight million dollars to do. I don't what? know. I don't understand. Whoever is, that, so is there someone there, Jerry, screening that could screen a call? Is Eddie there? Is there somebody else? Uh, he there? is not. He is not. Is anyone he, he there? He literally no just there. walked out with the log. No, there's no one. I got a guy calling in who um, has something interesting, and I asked him to call about. So if uh, you see somebody wandering there, it's a 401 area code, Jerry. Oh, 401? Yeah, unless you could see. You can't see the calls ringing in. I cannot. All right. Um, And a Chicago sports anchor, a local fella, has been, uh, his name is Mark Gian Greco. Ooh, Gian Greco. Please, that's a little close to my name. Okay. Jerry Greco? No, you said Greco. Uh, he he's probably done at the ABC TV affiliate. He's what been do you there do? since he's been there since 1994, a long time. He is the highest paid local sportscaster in America. He's. He I'm was, sorry, I was telling Eddie to take the call. He's the highest yeah. paid sports anchor in America. You said yes. I thought that was Warner Wolf. And have Eddie tell me when he's ready because it's yes. this call is not for you, Jerry. Um. He's the high, yeah, he's the high, currently highest paid sports anchor in America. All right, so what do he do? He's been with ABC Chicago for since 94. He was showing a video of a hockey player uh, knocking down drywall in a house by blasting pucks at it. Okay, that's cool. So he said, oh, this could be a new do-it-yourself show, a D- DIY show on one of those uh, home yeah. improvement channels. He said Cheryl, who's his news partner he said cheryl can play the ditzy combative interior decorator oh boy and he's probably going to be fired okie doke for for calling her the ditzy combative interior decorator 
877-337-6666. We got a call on the line. It's I got a call. In for Al Dukes. Yes. Now, this fellow's Sir, name. This fellow's name is Don. And what Don has done, Jerry, is over a period of time, he can tell us how long, he has documented all of the middle names you have given me. You're kidding me. And he can tell you which are the most frequent middle names you have used when introducing Hainsworth. me. At the, top, at the top of the show, you introduced me as Al- Albert something Dukes. Yes. And Don here has been keeping track of all of those names. How, bo- long, how long have you been doing this, Don? Uh, about mid-October. Now, it first started <laughs> with Hainsworth. Uh, I wake up every morning, and the first thing I, I jot down the middle name that, that Jerry gives you. <laughs> I've got a lot of names here. I've got 50. I'm not going to go over every wow. single one, but I'm going to give you the highlight. Can I guess what my most popular one is? Paul, oh, you're ruining my bit. Oh. He's doing a bit, yes. Jerry. We're doing a yes, bit. You can. You can. That's a bit. It's uh, y- Yes, go ahead, Jerry. I want to know if Jackson is my... Albert Jackson Dukes is the number one. Uh, middle name that you give him, 20% of the time, you wow. give him Jackson Dukes. <laughs> okay. Can I guess um, one? Where does yeah. Stanley come in? Stanley was number four. Mm. Uh, Stanley Dukes. Al Stanley Dukes, the number four in the top ten. <laughs> nice. But I don't know how long I'm going to be on, but I want to give you just sort of the highlights and some weird ones. <laughs> well, since it's about Al, you have until 6 o'clock. Yeah, well, take your time. <laughs> Space it out. Stretch. So, so the top 10 middle names, and uh, this is a real list, but it wasn't, I wouldn't be holding it in my hands. So oh, true. Top 10, Albert Hughes. Albert slash Hughes came in at number 10. Bradley, number 9. Jonathan, John, Jack, and James, 8, 7, 6, and 5. How about that? How about that? Nice. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Henry. Uh, Stanley was four. You got that one. Henry was number three. Albert Hal Dukes <laughs> came in at number two. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a strange one. Now, yeah. Al Hal. Um, when Jerry isn't out for weeks at a time during Rutgers games, I, uh, I, it's frustrating because I don't get any middle names. Mm-hmm. But the most interesting middle names that you've given Al of, of the period is Al Aloysius Dukes. I don't know where that one came I from. I don't even remember ever using that one. Oh, yeah, you Al definitely Wishes. used that it one. one of the, it was one of the original. I think that's the reason why I started writing it down. Okay. Um, Olivier, you did most recently. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, Al Olivier Dukes. Neither do I. <laughs> um, Al Rodrigo. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, um, and then you came in with Butchie. <laughs> Tony, Leonard, and the one that started this all was really Hainsworth. Yes, yeah. Um, and yep. then I'm gonna, and then so, do you know what Al's real middle name is, Jerry? Oh, absolutely, Lewis. That's not true. Nope, not true. Um, not but true. Actually, Lewis. Al, Lewis. Is How about one. Dick? So, Dick, you've not mentioned yet. No, Albert Dick Dukes, you have not mentioned Bo. that one yet. You don't know Al's middle name. I actually I, don't. I do. It's Albert Michael Dukes. You Thank you. They've never said that. That's very common. I don't think that's true. Well, that is my name, Albert Michael Dukes. Is it really? That's right. That's yeah, so right. You're, time out. Hold on a second here. Yes. So you work with a guy who got fired by Al Michaels, and your name is Al Michael? Al Michael Dukes. you got to be kidding me. That's right, Jerry. That's weird. All right. Hey, we appreciate the call. Thank I you, said Don. you'd go to 6 o'clock, but, Don, we do got to go. We got to take a break. Yeah. Goddamn <laughs> life. No, no, no. That was Eddie. <laughs> call again anytime. like to hear from you. We're going to take a quick break on the other side. Goddamn life. <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> that could go on a mug. Um, we will wrap things up, and we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Top of the hour here on The Fan. Right now, Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Big Ben. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back. Knicks won last night. Get to the All-Star break above 500. Rangers clock the Devils. Islanders win as well. What else you got, Al? Jerry Baker Mayfield and his wife are almost 100% sure they saw a UFO in the skies near Lake Travis, which is near Austin, Texas. Well, they did because they couldn't identify what they saw. Correct. Doesn't mean it was aliens. Could mean it was aliens, though. Could mean it was it was Martians. Like at what point are we going to say that they need to actually come see us before we know they're out there? That that will the, the, yeah we need to see them. 
show your faces to us, space aliens. I don't want them to show. I, I, what I if, hope they're not around. Actually, what if they show up with really cool technology? Um, are they going to interested? Are they going to take our souls first? No, they don't. They don't want your soul, but they're just going to be like. This is pretty cool. See, I phone. think it's going to be like Independence Day. People like Eddie are going to go to the top of a building and welcome them, and they're going to, they're going to be swallowed <laughs> up and eaten. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm out. You don't think they're just going to come down and be like, listen. <laughs> we, know no, you, don't. we know you people are addicted to your phones. This is a really cool. <laughs> here's right. a really cool version then, of it. They're going to give us a new app. We're going to put the yeah. app on, and it's going to zap our eyeballs. Oh, like a Martian's going to be like, just download, just go to the app store, download this app. And then when I do, it shoots a laser into my head. That's no good, man. And the, uh-uh. only, and the only people that survive the Martian attack are those that are not addicted to their phones. I might be okay then. Me too. Oh, Eddie That's will survive. That's a very good point. Al, it's been nice knowing you. I'll be like, what is this app now? You get- Every weekday, start your morning with Al and Jerry in the warm-up show at 5 a.m.